The Grow My Cleaning Company podcast helps owners of cleaning companies just like you to grow your company and yourself so you can make more money and finally get the time and money freedom that probably got you into this business. Discover how to automate and create systems that allow you to grow like crazy without losing control. If you dig the show and want to show some love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It really helps. Enjoy the show. Question. We have two trainers, but need to train three or four people at three or four second locations, at least two different towns, all during the same time of night. Any ideas on how to accomplish all that compromising stuff? So I would make everybody a trainer, again, to, to be on their last thing as they train the next guy. Right. So to be fully in and ready for the review and their bonus and all that stuff, they got to train somebody else. So everybody should be a trainer. Um, I also typically my perfect number for a new trainer would be two people and three for someone that's experienced. Four is a lot. Um, one I think is not enough. It gets boring. So if you have two trainers, I can still train two different people, but I would make everybody a trainer. And if you're like, well, we're only going to allow two people to train. We have three people that need to be trained. Well, you guys are the next up trainers, but that's part of why I would do the system that we use. So everyone should be a trainer. And it's not just the benefit. One of the tiny benefits is what you're talking about. We've got plenty of trainers. More is people feel the more you invest in people and trust them and give them responsibility and authority, the more they live up to that. The more you're like, shut up, sit down and clean. Claire is smart. Misa, you're an idiot. Listen to Claire. Misa is going to go, all right, you know, tell me twice. I don't give a shit. I'll, Claire's in charge. But if I go, Misa, you're just as important as Claire. We're going to have you train Danny. He's like, I've only been here a week. I know, but <laughs> we only take people that are kick-ass. You have one job and it's to clean. If you know how to do it, you know, the best way to really go from, I'm pretty good at it to I'm great at it, you can train the next guy. So Danielle, go get him. And Misa stands up. So the difference of how Misa shows up, if I'm like, Misa, shut up and sit down. Claire's smart. She's a trainer. Just do what she wants. He'll the, the value he'll bring to the company and the way he'll see himself in the company and how he relates to me and, and the company is very small. But when I tell him, dude, you're a rock star, man. Core value is what we're looking for. And you've been here half as long as Claire, but man, are you a core values fit? I'm going to have you train Danielle because I can't think of anyone better to make sure that lady comes in kicking ass. Misa all of a sudden stands a little taller, the way he shows up, the way he sees himself, the way he shows up in the company, it changes a lot of how they look at themselves. Same reason with, uh, same reason, same thinking behind having them do the group interviews and the one-on-one interviews. The more responsibility we can give them, the more loyalty we're going to have, the more growth they have, the more they show it. We treat them like leaders, act like leaders. And we, you know, a lot of times people are like, I don't, I need to pay a living wage so they can raise a family. It's like they're cleaning toilets part-time. They're never going to do that. So part of what we do want to do is like, well, I can't give you 30 bucks an hour because you no offense, this, the, the job that you've chosen isn't worth $30 an hour. So what I can do is have you leave here in six months or a year better than you came with leadership skills and interviewing skills and training skills. So that's how I pour into them and try and give them non-financial benefits that they can get. And there's just so many reasons we do that. Did they answer your question? I know I got a little preachy, but. Yeah. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. Beth seems a little, she looks less convinced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you sure, Beth? You get what you need. If well, you're we knew that's what the answer was going to be, but <laughs> yeah. the situation is if you don't have employees, that the two trainers are us. We have no employees. So that's, this is the situation of hiring and training employees. It's just at the moment kind of thing for us. You know, yeah, but the, yeah, so I don't understand the, the problem. You guys each can train two or three people each, so that's six in a night. I, I can't imagine. And you don't, I need to train everybody and everything in one night. Okay. I'm missing the, I'm missing the what you guys are okay. running into as a problem. Okay. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll continue figuring it out. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> no, I want to. I want to help you. I just. I, I don't. If you guys see a problem and I don't, help me understand it so I can help you solve it. 
So I guess you're saying that if it's just us, then to also put all those people in one building and train them all, even if it's not where they're going to be. Yeah, well, building I, I don't have work. I don't have a where they're going to be. Uh, trainers train and people get trained where they're going to, they go where we tell them to go. There is no like, well, I only work with Misa and I only work at this building. Like these are, Misa's not your partner. He's our, he's the company's employee. This is not your account. This is the company's account. You go where you're told. We're not being jerks about it. That's just the deal. Like, I don't know any other job where you're like, oh, I'm going to, you know, you go to work at McDonald's and you're like, I only work the drive through. Like, no, you work where you're told. <laughs> or I'll be here from noon to five, Mondays and Wednesdays. Like, no, you get a schedule. <laughs> like, this is a job. So, you know, they're not going to be like, well, I'm not going to clean toilets. I only do the drive throughs. Like, not today. You don't get in there. Like, you see what I'm saying? So you tra yeah. they train where you tell them to train. Yeah. So I, that's, that was my, my opinion on, on it too is that, you know, if I, if I train you how to clean this desk here, you can clean a desk anywhere or yeah. a, a toilet or, or whatever, you know, on the four or five things that they actually do. You can you can train them in any building because the cleaning's the same. There's just a little bit of, um, you know, a, a little bit of uh, just a, a few details uh, of a new building. But to teach them to clean, you can clean them, in, uh, teach them to clean in any building. It was a thousand percent. When we went to Service Master, they had a little tree training facility and they trained, I don't know how many owners were at that thing. I felt like 40 of us, maybe 50. They trained us all how to clean in one little training facility. And we all went to all corners of the world, earth and cleaned every building that we, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you, once I teach my son how to work a door, I don't have to, every time we, we go into a new house or a new thing, like, all right, let me explain this door. Like he sorts it out pretty quick. So a thousand percent correct. Yeah. You're not going to train everybody. I don't like that. I got to train everybody and everything. It's like, no, we create a, if I work at a McDonald's here and I go to Alabama and pick up a McDonald's there, there's not, there's, everything's going to look real similar. So the only thing that would be different account to account is you should have your checklist and 20, 25% of that checklist should be notes for this facility. And obviously I read that notes and anything. So I'm not saying we wouldn't have an accommodation, but then I train them on how to use a checklist, not on every deck on facility. Okay. Yeah, I think you guys, yeah, you guys do the training. Don't worry where they get trained. Yeah, you train them on here's how you do trash, here's how you do floors, here, you know, carp, you know, carp, uh, vacuuming and mopping, here's how you do bathrooms and kitchens, uh, here's how you do dusting. Those are the four things you, you train, and dusting's the same no matter which house or building you're in. Hey, new friend, love that you are here. If you want more Cleaning Nation, more us, you can check us out on YouTube. Similar content, you just get to see each other. It's totally free. Or if you want to say, hey, hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, join our free Facebook group. We love hearing from you, Cleaning Nation. That's what makes it magic. Jump on, we'll see you there. All right, um, for current clients, I'm looking at ways to add more value to current clients and new clients. Love that. Um, did you ask? That would be the first thing I'd start with. Like what, if we were going to double your price, what would we need to do to make you happy? Or what do we not do that you wish you would do? Or who, what's the most frustrating thing in your life as it relates to your house? Those kinds of questions I would ask. So I did send out a survey to all of my clients and it was specific questions more for like additional services, adding, uh, adding additional services to their membership. Um, but that takes energy to do you know, exterior window cleaning or do carpet cleaning and things like that. So I was think I was asking more for like a smaller, uh, something small, something simple, something that can just kind of identify, you know, us as a company. And so let's start with the goal. 
let's start with the end in mind. Why are you trying to get turnover down? Are you trying to get profits up? Is it just sound like a good idea? What's the end goal of adding more value to your clients? Um, well, our turnover is not bad. Um, I guess it's more of a having more of a loyal customer, longer lasting loyal customer. Well, again, that, but then the answer is because loyal, I don't like that word. Cause what does that mean? Like, are you a loyal customer? How do I, and Claire's yeah. not, or is she more loyal? Like, I don't even know how to count that. Right. Um, yeah. she's kidding, but whatever she counts as two thirds, right. Cause of the exchange, she, you know, she's just less, uh, she's like, yeah, I get it. <laughs> Pork, she doesn't even fight me. She's like, yes, I get it. Two thirds. I'm no good. Um, so I don't like words like loyal because I don't say we say we put a huge in, initiative in, into into place in three months. We go, okay, are are your clients more loyal? You'd be like, I, I, maybe, or <laughs> you might say yes, yeah. and I might say like, we who who knows? It's all made bleed. But if in six months we're like my turnover decreased, that's different. So I want to be okay. really clear on what the end goal is. Because also that's going to dictate how much time and energy we put into it. So if you're like, I just want something super easy that makes customers more loyal. I'm like, go give them all a hug every month. And you're like, well, I don't think that'll work. I'm like, what does work mean? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, we, until we get an outcome, yeah. there's no way to say this was a successful use of our time and money or was not. So making more money, I want to charge more per month. That's a clear outcome. I want customers to stay longer. That's a clear outcome, but you have to know how long they stay now. So we have a baseline to test against. Um, I want my closing ratio to go from 60% to 80%. So I want to give more to new people. And I think that getting, see what I'm saying? Like I want, it's really, it's really important. We start with the why. I think you're just like a general feel goodery. Like with you guys, we don't do a lot of like, I just want to do more stuff. Like we just added the accountant. You guys have to give me feedback on how that's working for you guys. But I think, I don't know how often, plenty of calls for the accountant access Don says it's good. Um, we did that because it was a very specific problem. I kept not getting your finances and kept saying, hire an accountant, pay them for a couple hours to walk through it with you. And no one was doing it. And I got so frustrated. I'm like, fine, I'll pay the goddamn accountant and they'll walk through it. But there's a very specific, and I needed the, the financing. You guys were getting stuck because you'd ask me questions on what to do next. And I needed your numbers to be able to answer the question. I wasn't getting that. So there's a very clear, it wasn't just like, I want to do stuff that you guys would like. There's an infinite amount of things I could do. I'll show you how to podcast. I'll make a, I'll show you how to write a book and use that. We'll show you how to market that. I'll show you. There's an infinite amount of things I could do, but the end in mind was I need you guys to grow faster, more revenue, and I need better data to do that. And I need to lower the the bar of entry for you guys to get good data. So there's a very direct line of the goal. And at the end, I'm going to, you know, three months from now, we're testing, are you guys just happy going? I love the accountant and we're getting all happy. So that's a very general thing. In three months, we'll be able to test, are you guys making more revenue quicker? And in six months, we'll be able to test, is our churn going down for next level? But those are very specific things as opposed to just, and it was a shit ton of work to hire the right person and trainer and make sure she's okay and blah, 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 blah. And there's money. But Again, I think the outcomes are going to be big enough. It was worth it. So I think with you, we're, because we're not clear on the outcome, we don't know how much time or money it's worth. You're like, I don't want to do anything big. I'm like, well, if it's little, what are we even doing? Like, what's the goal? So yeah, I'm, yeah, I would start with the goal. I guess is the very short version of that long tirade. Yeah, yeah, I'm having, I guess, a little bit too much time in my hands. I'm trying to do something. <laughs> I'm like, I just want to add something and add, you know, more value to them, but. Okay. No, thank you for that. I, that that's, a, that's something good to think about, um, especially if we're not, um, you know, our closing ratio is low or we're not getting the reviews we want um, or we're not getting the referrals that we want. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely consider those things and, I would and ask you again. Get with Suzanne and just 
increase your tolerance for having time on your hands and be like, that's okay. And believe it or not, it's almost like a, I'm not an artist, but my wife is. And sometimes she'll make a painting and she's like, is it perfect? Because if I add to it, it could get worse. You kind of get to the point where if like, if I, you know, until it's done, you're not, you know, it's done. But once it's done, you're like, oh, I think I could, and sometimes it gets worse. You can do the same thing with your business where it's really clean. You're like, I have to keep tinkering because before I had to fix stuff to survive because I wasn't making enough money and because I was always working and now I'm working nothing and I'm making all this money. There's like guilt or weirdness. Or you're like, I have to keep tinkering. It's like, no, you don't. So totally yeah. okay for you to go. You know what I'm going to do for next month? Not a god dang thing. I'm going to run the company in five to 10 hours a week and I'm just going to relax. Or you can go, I'm going to be really thoughtful about what result I actually want. Is it growth? Is it more free time? Is it more time to do charity? Whatever. And that's where Suzanne, I'll do my best to help, but Suzanne's just much better at it. So I would really, as opposed to you going, how can I make the business better? Same thing, less defined better. Like, do you want more free yeah. time? I can't take any more free time. I need less free time. Okay, more profit. And you, you might be like, well, I don't really need the money. It's like, well, then you get to decide is the pain of sitting on your butt and doing nothing, which has pain. I've done it. it it's fun for me for like two weeks and I go nuts. So yeah. there's a cost to that. I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying there's a cost. Is that cost greater than, well, if you're going to build your business, there's a cost like, ah, oh, man, I don't have to do anything. I could just sit on my butt. I'm like, well, which cost do you want to pay? So I would spend more time. You've created the freedom. So all the, the fires are out, but you're, I saw an uh, Instagram video um of a badger that was like domesticated and it was taking like toys and things and like trying to dam up a door because it's a badger and like it doesn't know what to do <laughs> it's like i build dams that's all i do and i see you with your business you're trying to make a dam and the thing and there's no reason for it but you're like i'm a, I, I this is what i do man so obviously yeah. the badger can't self-reflect you can take the time to be like what do i want this business to do do i want to create more jobs do i want to create more financial freedom for me do i want to create more time freedom do i want to just go do work at the church and ignore this thing for six months like the world is your oyster but yeah i wouldn't just jump into a thing going i gotta i gotta build a dam like really think through do i want to build a dam is that really what i want to do how big should it be why would i do it how much am i willing to invest in that time and money it's a beautiful yeah 100 percent. yeah i'm hitting almost my my month and a half mark of just playing golf and it's too much <laughs> it's too much yeah so yeah and suzanne was like read uh, ask ask uh, mike the question i know he's gonna have something for you to do <laughs> well so, so. Like, yeah i do the one thing is what do you want from the business or what do you, i actually uh, start okay. with what do you want from life and then i can and obviously there's certain parts of that i can help you with and certain parts i can't is it's like once you're clear what you want from life then we can get very clear on what the business needs to do and create for you to have that. Okay. So yeah, All the good questions. Yeah. And it might take, you know, how do I set up a referral program? We can knock that out in a couple of minutes. What do I want from life? And how does my business fit into that? That might be a month long or a three month long question. I'm not saying you have to take that long, but don't get frustrated with yourself in nine minutes. If you haven't figured something out, like if you can, the quicker, the better, fine. But I'd rather you sit on it for a month and, get a real thoughtful answer that you commit because whatever path you do is going to be work and effort and headache and stress. And if you kind of half-ass it and you're like, I guess I'd like to little, make a little more money. And then I ask you to do a bunch of hard stuff. You're like, ah, screw that noise. Um, but if you're really clear on, well, this money is for this thing and we're going to build this kind of legacy or give this kind of money to church or whatever floats your boat when it gets hard and ask you a bunch of stuff, you're like, I'm fine. I'm good with that. And once you've had two months of golf, you're like, I cannot play one more round of golf. I can't go to one more basketball game or, you know, whatever year, whatever, you know, one more movie. I'm sick. I've got to work. That also helps um, 
you know, build that appetite up. All right, cool. You get what you need for the week at least? Yes, sir. Thank you. Well, here we are at the end of the podcast and you made it. Great job. Uh, I've got a little bonus for you before for sticking through with me, but like I mentioned before, if you got value out of this podcast and you want to show a little love, subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever the heck you're listening to this thing, share it with a friend, share the love. And as a special thank you for those of you that stuck with me in the end, how about I give you my personal phone number so we can text? It's a great way for me to get to know you, your business, your goals personally. So shoot me a text now, 602-932-6431, 602-932-6431. I am the only one who responds to these texts, and I will personally respond to everyone I possibly can as long as uh, this number is manned. I uh, don't know how long we're going to keep this at the end of the podcast, so grab it now, 602-932-6431. Give me a text, say hey, can't wait to meet you.